First of all, congratulations. Wow, what a great celebration it is, isn't it? Five years um, that this place, when it first became um, an official church, right? And I'm telling you, it's been quite a journey, hasn't it? Those of you who have been here, it's been such a privilege to be a part of it. And, and, but it's been a difficult time too, right? I can remember from the very beginning of this all, this, um, this sweat equity that we all put in. How many remember how many buses we had to clear from this property? How about 55-gallon drums? There was about 150 of them, wasn't there? What an interesting journey that we've been on, and you've been on here at this place called Fortress. There's been hard work. There's been setting of the DNA, choosing the very name of this place and the mission statement. The ups and the downs and the challenges. But through it all, through it all, God was faithful. God was faithful. God provided. And from the very beginning, we knew and we wanted this fortress place to be a place that helped start new churches. A place that raised up leaders to go out and and be God's people and ambassadors into this world. Reaching those who didn't have the hope that we have in Christ. And that's what God has done with y'all. Or all y'all if you want to use the full plural, right? Proper English, all y'all. Okay, I just was told that. He has worked through each of you to reach more people for Christ. To bring the hope, the good news to the people around you. He has done that through this place called Fortress. Through you, His people who are actually the church that's called Fortress. And my prayer is that for all of us, that we do not lose the joy and the commitment of sharing the good news, the gospel with those around us. That we all continue to follow God and to follow Jesus on His mission to seek and to save the lost. And to be bold in following Jesus even when it doesn't make any worldly sense. But we know that God is faithful. And He provides. And we follow Him. So it was an interesting time. I sat down with Pastor Ryan in the beginning when we were talking about this worship service. And I asked, okay, what are the passages for the day? And, and he went through all the different passages. And let me tell you, the minute... I heard that Zacchaeus was one of those passages. That's what I said. That's it. I am going to be talking about Zacchaeus and Christ in the midst of that. And you know the song, don't you? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. What did he do? He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And what happened then? And the Savior, yes, that way, he looked up in the tree and he said, Zacchaeus, you come down. 
For I'm going to your house today. For I'm going to your house today. What a fun song, huh? You know you'll be singing that all day. <laughs> Thanks, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. What's interesting about this passage, though, is when we dig into it, it sheds light on what it means to be God's people. It sheds light on who Christ is. It sheds light on so many things about what it means to be on mission with Jesus. Have you ever thought about it that way? So here's the thing. I usually don't share my um, outline before I get into the the message. But today, I thought it would be a great thing to to share. Here's my outline. Four sections. Four. I think you can probably remember them. The first one was, is, Zacchaeus was small in stature, so are we. How about the second one? Zacchaeus was up a tree, so were we. (laughs) Third one, Zacchaeus came down from the tree, so did we. And the last one, Zacchaeus had lots of friends that needed to meet Jesus. And so do we. So you're probably saying, great, got the sermon. Let's go on, right? Nope, I got a microphone. We're going to talk more about this stuff, okay? Let's dig into this a little bit. The Luke passage for today begins this way. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. You see, Zacchaeus was small in stature. Zacchaeus was short, actually, the way this translation says. But if you think about it, he had been very successful in the worldly side. of The scripture says he was actually wealthy and he was the chief tax collector. He had a lot of power, a lot of power and money. But isn't it interesting? He seemed to be really intrigued by Jesus. And I would say that something was missing in Zacchaeus' life. And he wanted to see Jesus. Maybe he had heard about Jesus' teaching about salvation and God's kingdom. Maybe he had seen and heard about his healings. But he was determined to see Zacchaeus. Determined. But his short stature made it difficult. That's what the scripture says. More than likely, the people didn't like him. He was a tax collector, and he was a chief tax collector, and they didn't like him. But you know what's interesting? If you think about it, what do you think they did that day in the crowd? I can imagine, can't you? They probably purposely made it difficult for him. Oops, sorry Zacchaeus about the elbow in the eye. Or, oh, I didn't see you back there, Zacchaeus. Can you imagine what they tried to do to make sure he didn't get to see Jesus? But Zacchaeus had to see Jesus. He had to see Jesus. And what a difficult time he had to do that. But he was determined. 
Now, I know some of you probably are not considered to be small in stature. Probably not. You're tall. You get to see over the crowd. I know sort of what it's like to be small in stature in the back of a crowd. I can't see through. But figuratively, here's what I would say to all of you. We are all small in stature when it comes to God. All of us. We are, regardless of what we believe or think, we are all relatively powerless. We are not truly monetarily secure. I don't care how much money you have. We are just a few disasters away from some pretty significant turmoil, pain, and even possible ruin. Right? You feel that? You know that, right? We are small in stature, relatively, compared to God, who created all things, who maintains all things, who knows all things. We are small and insignificant from an earthly perspective, small in stature, unable to gain anything on our own. And deep down, deep down, we all know that we need something beyond what this earth offers. Everybody feel that? I know. We need Jesus. Something that brings true peace and confidence and contentment and hope. And Jesus is the only one that offers that. What only God can give you each day, that is what Christ has done for us. And in Christ, you are great in stature. You are as heirs. You are as sons. You are as daughters, beloved of the Most High God. And I hope you think that's good news, because it is amazing news for all of us. So the question is, what did Zacchaeus do with all of this? I'll read on. It says, So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. Isn't it interesting? Zacchaeus took upon himself to figure out how he could get to see Jesus. So, so he climbed a tree. He ran down the road, he climbed a tree. And what I understand about these sycamore fig trees are really good climbing trees. They have low branches, really big branches that can hold a lot of weight. But here's the thing. A man of Zacchaeus' standing in the world would not run down the road for one thing and absolutely wouldn't climb a tree. Because that would have been offensive. That would have shamed him. But Zacchaeus had to see Jesus. So he climbed up a tree. Now, it's interesting, this is very uncharacteristic, right? But truly, when it all was said and done, Zacchaeus was up a tree. (laughs) Wasn't he? He was up a tree. Figuratively, you and I are up a tree too without Jesus, aren't we? We're up a tree. And we can't get down 
And it's because of our sinfulness, our sinful nature itself, that we are up a tree, and if we're honest with ourselves, we can't figure out a way to get down until, unless we really hurt ourselves. <laughs> we are figuratively up that tree. But here's the good news. God provided a way. God provided a way down. And that's through Christ. Jesus Himself came. So let's continue in the story. When Jesus reached the spot, He looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Jesus came to Zacchaeus. Jesus looked up and saw Zacchaeus. Looked at him. And did he, what did He do? He called Zacchaeus by name. By name. He told him he must stay at his house. And the, the Greek behind that really means it's so that salvation could come to Zacchaeus' house. So he got him out of the tree. And we read that he went and he stayed with him. And the onlookers weren't very happy, were they? They were kind of grumpy about it, right? You see, Jesus' practice violated violated the table fellowship laws of the Jews. And him doing that would, would cause him to be unclean and that, that that would make him kind of a sinner and an outcast. But Jesus went to him, went to Zacchaeus to, to bring salvation to him. And what a beautiful thing that that says to us too, right? Jesus took on flesh. He came into this sinful world and He came for you and I because He knew we needed rescue. Because we were up a tree. And what we read in this passage is that Zacchaeus came out of this interaction with Jesus, a changed person. Did you remember what happened? Let me read it to you again. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Z's reaction, call him Z now, right? Zacchaeus' reaction was actually a sign of his repentance and a sign of his reception of Jesus' forgiveness by faith. Sisters and brothers, Jesus has called you by name. By name. He's called you to come out of the tree that your sin has got you into. And without Jesus, you're stuck up there. But Jesus called to you, He came to you, and He's brought you out of that tree through the blood on the cross and the resurrection from the tomb. You see, Jesus was lifted up on a tree, a cross for you. You, a sinful, and me, a sinful, needy person in dire straits, and then He died for us. He came down then from that cross, that tree, and was put in the tomb to rise again, and He ultimately conquered death and lived again. He's chosen you. He's called you by name. He's given you your faith. 
And you now too can live again, now in this current day, but also forever with Him. You are forgiven. You are justified. You are a sanctified people. And you've been transformed. And I would encourage each of you to reflect on that transformation that has occurred in your life. Some of you may have been Christians your whole life, but God made a difference in your life. He is transforming you now, and He transformed you before. And I would really encourage all of you to think about what that transformation has been. You have more hope than you did without Him. You have more joy without Him. You are able to forgive because you've been forgiven. You've been able to love more because He loved you. Think about that transformation and I will, would, would bet that you'll be amazed at that transformation that God has brought into your life. And it's through the Holy Spirit's work in you. You've been transformed to be generous with God's grace and with His gifts. And let me just reemphasize, I know I've already done this, but I need to, that Jesus did all the work to get you down from the tree and to get, get you saved from the sin and forgiven for the sin that's in you. And He called you and He rescued you and is at this moment transforming you to be more like Him each and every day. To be in His likeness every day. It's all God's work in your life. Nothing you've done, nothing you can do. And what a gift that is, that gift of grace that He has brought you. Which brings me to the end of the Scripture. One of the clearest statements from Jesus about His mission. Did you catch it? Jesus said to them, to Zacchaeus actually, Today, salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That was great news for Zacchaeus that day, wasn't it? But it's that same great news for you. Jesus came for you to seek and save the lost. Salvation has come into your house. Which brings us to the last section of my message for the day. Anybody remember what the fourth part was? Anybody? Jesus had many, or Zacchaeus had many friends that needed to meet Jesus. And so do we. (laughs) We see in Scripture today that Jesus went and ate with them at least one meal. Now, it doesn't say that specifically in the Scripture for today, but for somebody to go to the house, they usually had at least one meal with them, and then some of the people that were grumbling said, you eat with sinners. So we really understand and know that he did go and have at least one meal with them. And this is emphasizing to me in a very real way that Jesus came to seek and save the lost, the sinners, to be with them, to bring the salvation into their home. He came for sinners. The least, the left out, the lost, the losers, the loners. You get the picture. And we were one of those when He came for us. And you now are His hands and feet to all the friends 
the family, the co-workers, and the acquaintances that you have in your life that don't know Jesus. You are the ones who have been called by God to share the good news about Jesus, about His mission, about what He came to do to save people. That He came for sinners. He came to seek and save the lost. And let's be clear, and I said this a little bit in Coffee and Conversation today, it's not about getting them to come to church so Pastor Ryan can handle them and take care of them. Yes, we all hope that someday we all come together and they come to be fed and to be part of this community that's called Fortress. But you get to go. You get to go out and teach them about who Jesus is. You are the ones to go out and deliver the good news that Jesus came for them. You are the front line use a military term here. You are the gospel bearers. You are on his mission. And it's your relationship with the people around you and the proximity with the people around you that can be used to help them meet Jesus. And let me make sure you understand that he is very real presence with you as you do this. You're not alone. You're not alone. So here's the thing. On this fifth anniversary of this amazing place and these amazing people, you, that are called Fortress, we celebrate God's work, don't we, so far? We celebrate that. But we also rededicate ourselves to reaching others for Christ, whether it's here at Fortress or whether it's a gathering where I'm at. We rededicate ourselves to go out and to follow Jesus on His mission, and to proclaim the good news to all those around us. Because there's so many people that need to hear the hope we have, right? Is this a difficult world that we're in? Are people searching for, for good news and the truth? Whether they know it or not, they need Jesus. They need Jesus. And when we go do that, we can invite others to come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen? So here's the thing. Z was small in stature, and so are you without Jesus. But in Jesus alone, you have strength, power, and abilities. You are no longer small in stature because of God. Zacchaeus was up a tree, and so were you before Jesus. But your sin had you up a tree, but Jesus came and rescued you. He died, rose again, and will come again someday to restore all things to new. Thanks be to God. Zacchaeus came down from that tree, and so have you. God has rescued you, called you by name. He is with you at all times and in all circumstances. And Zacchaeus had many friends that needed to meet Jesus, and so do you. You see, God is uniquely put you in this place and this time and with the people in your life and at this church and it's gifted you to do His mission work right where you are. Right where you are. 
Now. <laughs> Not in the future. Now. And hear this again. God is with you. God is leading you. God is preparing the way. And God is giving you what you need. So go now. Go. And follow Him on His mission. And step back and watch and wonder what He does over these next five years. Amen? Amen.